Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I can tell you this. If there is any hope of surviving, we must stand against the darkness. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast! I am your host, Sal, along with your other host, Axel. Servants of the Empire. Sir, you are so far away from the mic. We talked about this. No! (laughs) (laughs) Just go. Servants of the Empire. It is a great book series. I'm glad you're getting into it. Although I think, did I read these to you when you were little? Probably, but I didn't pay attention. That's fair. Um, we're not here to talk about Servants of the Empire books, though. But, want to know what I did? I relearned how to read. That's good. That's great. So basically, I could read books, but I would just read the words, then they wouldn't go into my brain because the book was boring. Right, So I right. started reading interesting books, like Star Wars books. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Like, look, I'm almost to the middle of it. No, I understand that. I I, I, I remember what happened. That's cool. That's cool, right? But we're not here to talk about books. But I've never been able to do that before. Isn't that so amazing? I'm so glad that Servants of the Empire has ushered you into a new age of comprehension. I know. And reading comprehension. But we're here to talk about Jedi Survivor. Right, but you don't remember what happened after this? After I got back into reading, we bought like a bunch of books. I got a Norse mythology book. I got... Oh, yeah, we did. I got like... Well, that's because Target has a buy two, get one free. And that's when that happens, I stock up on my graphic novels, and then I go and I sell my comic. It's a whole thing. We're not going to get into it right now, because we're here to talk about Jedi Survivor, and I have a guest who's waiting very patiently as we talk about books that we led and and the growth of my son. Um, I have with me a podcasting, long-standing homie, Randy Laguduche from The Sith List. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Glad to be here. Randy's is that how the mic works? Mic. That's, that's, he's doing the thing that you did. See, you see what's bit. happening it's here? A bit. It's, it's a bit. bit now. It's a bit. You've got to respect the bit. Glad to um, be here. Dude. I'm excited about the books, man. We're in person. You know what? Yeah, I miss this, this doesn't happen too I miss often. in person podcasting. Bro. I know, right? It used to be man. a staple of it was. Yeah, it was a staple of the industry. For how long have we been podcasting for? We podcasted here like eight for years. like three years solid. Oh yeah, like at the place. But, but we, but we, since we started, it's been it like, had what? to be what 2014, 2015. Yeah, so that makes it about seven years. No, what wait, year, nine what years. What year is it? I don't know. Where are we? <laughs> it's 2023. So if I do the math correctly, Axel, 2023 minus 2015. That's eight, right? Seven plus two is eight. Hmm. That doesn't seem right either. <laughs> But I think we're around eight. <laughs> the math doesn't check out, but no. it checks out. Right, right. And that's my understanding of math. Right. And it's a good thing that I finished high school. Now I don't have to worry about it yeah, as much. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it yeah. quite as much. I look at my checking account balance and I'm like, did I do the math right? No. It's all the subtraction. Answer, the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is I did not do the math right. It's going to be I have to find the dollar menu. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Uh-huh. 
Are we talking about a video game? We are going to talk games? a, a video game. I love video games. Dude, I go. you go back in my age mm-hmm. to old school video games. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Do you have like a favorite? Do you have like, a, do you have like strong video game memories coming up? Because I'm a Chrono Trigger boy. Yeah. Mega um, Man 3. I have a lot of, like I started playing like on an Intellivision. So I got memories all the way back. I always talk about this game, uh, the Night Stalker. It was a game where you walk through a little maze and a spider like chased you around okay. this maze. Like that, I like, know Kolchak, the Night Stalker, the series. No, no, no. But no. that's not it. Not the no. famous serial killer from the eighties. Okay. No, no. Right. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a podcast on that one. I've been rekindling my love of Street Fighter lately. Right. I'm playing a lot yeah. of Street Fighter. Uh, Speaking of the Blue Harvest Boys, they got right. me into Street Fighter Five. Oh, really? And I came at it with inferior Ken uh-huh. because I'm not happy with how my Ken looks because I haven't unlocked any of the outfits. No one's happy with and how Ken looks. And he's in like five. a weird, like workout kind of. He's got like a banana hair yeah, and it's like a, a, a top ponytail that's not quite working for him. They did him right though in six, though. Even in though six, when I do legit. the ponytail, I feel like it works for me. Yeah, uh, Ken yeah, isn't. It, yeah, it's not the the best. And yeah. then they come at me with their Ken, and their Ken looks like way better because oh, they have yeah, the they outfits. All costumes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't like it, but I still do. Oh, you can. <laughs> I mean, it's a staple. It's a Ken staple. That's that's my. Uh, when people ask me my game strategy, what's your strategy? Oh, you can. Oh, you can. That's what I do. Yeah. Sometimes it goes through fireballs. Sometimes it depends. <laughs> it used to. If it's on it the wake. Used to. If it's on the wake up and it's an EX version. In Turbo yes. Edition, it went through. In Turbo Edition, it, it went did. Through Those were a sometimes. lot different I could days. Go. I could go hard on all you can. <laughs> <laughs> on my Super Nintendo controller. Um, you know, Killer Instinct. That was yeah. another good one. Yeah, no, I have a lot of the... Uh, I like Final Fantasy VII a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a good... I'm a big-time Final Fantasy guy. In fact, uh, we'll get into this a little bit in the future, but I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you some questions about open world. Oh. Whatever that means. Oh. So, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little well. bit. But, uh, yeah, good I'm times. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to bring up the notes now. Because I'm a professional podcaster. Oh, we're talking about Jedi Survivor. Oh, it's <laughs> a good ass some, game. I know something about that. That's game. That's a good ass game, Axel. You played the game. Yeah. You're far away from the mic. <laughs> we yes. talked about this. <laughs> yes. We talked about how we had to like harmonize. Yes. Okay. Uh, fan of Star Wars games? No. Lego Star Wars counts. Yes. <laughs> right on. Right on. Okay. Uh, anyway, just real quick, I'm going to get to the business. You can check us out at therogerebels.com. Go like our Facebook page. Please check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Hive uh, at the Rogue Rebels, And we're on Twitter at RogueRebelsFan. Because somebody been sleeping on the Rogue Rebels since like 2013. And I'm not happy about it. They ain't even tweeted since like 2014. That's how they make their fortunes, man. What? That's how they make their fortunes. <laughs> That's what it's about, man. Come on. You don't even check. I guarantee you. you don't. <laughs> like I was looking for you guys, but all I saw was the Rogue mm-hmm. Rebels. Uh, Lizzie, who is not here with us, she's in New York not playing Star Wars games. <laughs> she over here playing Overwatch or whatever. But they're over there doing their thing on Star Wars Geek Girls, so make sure you check out that podcast. Uh, I used to say, like, oh, they're like teenage girls playing, uh, like, who love Star Wars. but it, That doesn't fly anymore, does well, it? Well, no, it doesn't, because they're, like, grown women. Right. Grown-ass women. Yeah, they're grown-ass grown women. Grown-ass women talking about Star Wars. Ooh, talking about Star Wars. So now it's just a grown-ass women podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we used to be a family Star Wars podcast. It still counts because he's under 18. Right. In about a year and a half, I'm going to have to change the tagline. 
What's it going to be after? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give me some SEO. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you some <laughs> yeah, SEO yeah, the yeah, tracks. I'm going to get with you on that. some SEO the tracks. Yeah. Uh, news. What's up with you? <laughs> oh, news about me. <laughs> news about you. Just in you your know. life. It's been a minute. You know, just doing things. Doing things. You know. Stuffing things over taking, at the Sith list. Taking shots. Mm-hmm. Seeing what hits, what okay. doesn't. Okay. That's the news over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working with the Sith list guys, doing the YouTube channel, good doing times. the podcast. I like those guys. They're good kids. They're good times. I like them. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, if hey, that's worth news They know worthy, my kids. Yeah. We talked about this, man. My kids used to hang with them. Um, For those who don't know, like, you know, they do some after school kind of stuff, programs. That my kids just happened to be in the neighborhood for. Mm-hmm. So when we started like coming up and like meeting each other in the podcast world, right? The Sithless guys were like, "Oh, your daughter was the one who brought the Clone Wars movie on DVD and Blu-ray for movie day." And, and I was like, you're like, "Yeah, that's right. I know that's right. That's that is, right. That's beautiful. Uh huh. Yeah, I heard that. You learned about Ahsoka. That's right. That's what happened." It's funny because like. uh like we've been kind of hanging out with the same like podcast people with for probably like the last last thing six six years. I'm talking about like you and I, Raj, yeah, uh, Les, and all them. I'll and check with every, Axel on the math, but yeah, every yeah, please do. But it's funny like that he's like also inside like their activities program. Like it's like incestuous, but in the cool freaking way that everyone's like kind of so like weird. a weird. It's, it's so yeah. cool. It's such a rare thing, especially for guys at our age. Yeah. To yeah. have that kind of crew that you're like, oh, those are my boys. Yeah. And especially for me, who's not from here. Right. Like, I'm migrated here, as I guess a lot of people do. Turn, yeah. But, you know, like, I'm migrated here, and then uh, it's good to have boys. It's good to have peeps that I can, like, count on. It's good to have peeps that I can get together with and get a non-basic-ass pizza on a Thursday mm-hmm. night and mm. fucking have a good time. Goddamn right. Talking to you, Les. Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's good times. Zoom meetings. Non. <laughs> yeah. As long as the Zoom meeting goes. It's not that I don't appreciate a good Zoom podcast, but when you're in person, man, it's just a different energy. It really is. And I honestly, dude, I miss it. I, uh, miss, I miss it too. Uh, it's been a long time since you and I podcasted in person. I've been jonesing to get you on the podcast for quite a while. And it's been a little bit of a thing, like where I wanted to find something that you were like really into and energetic and ready, like ready to talk about it. And like, I also podcast about a lot of books and comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the books and the comics <laughs> thing. Like, aside from a few audio books here and there, I usually yeah, yeah. don't get into them. Not mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. of recently, but video games, uh, I'm always gonna check out. I might hit you with game. a few recommendations, but yeah, oh, fair enough. But I get it. I got I get some. It. I got some Audible tokens that need need okay. a spending. Okay. We'll have a talk after this. I'm going to do the, like, we'll do the little, like, you know, the Star Wars quizzes that are like, what is your thing? Your father's Bail Organa. I'm going to do that with you, but oh, then geez. I'm going to recommend you a podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Go. I'm All not right. going to become, like, a, what, a space alien are you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's not going to be It's like going to be like that, but I'm going to recommend you a book at the end. And okay. it's not going to be Catalyst because you already read that. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. We're here to talk about Jedi Survivor. Hey, Axel, uh, you haven't talked in a minute. How you doing? Reading. You're far away. You really just need to reading. You're reading. You're reading the book as we're podcasting. No. Oh. Okay. But you're doing good. You got. It's like it's hot girl summer. You're off of school right now. <laughs> so <Girl> like, <laughs> that's what they say, right? I saw it on Instagram. I think yeah. Bro. I think that's yeah. Who's yeah, Instagram? 
I don't know. They popped up in my feed though, and I shared a, a reel. I believe they're called. Were you guys uh, excited for the game prior to it coming out? What did you expect from it? For sure, I was. Yeah. Huge fan of the first game. Really, really enjoyed it. Like, big fan of Jedi in this era. This whole like lost Jedi phase really is something that speaks to me. Right. Um, story of Cal Kestis and the story. I love the gameplay. I love the fun. I love the exploration. And I was not disappointed, I guess. That's my short. Um, I wasn't that excited, but that's because I was playing God of War Ragnarok, so I didn't have time for affection. Okay. You're over here in affection. Norse mythology land, so you're like too I forego busy. affection yeah. in the face of Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok is coming. No Sorry, time for it is affection. Prophesied. He has no time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta kill Heimdall. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, the first one was really awesome, man. Like just like the gameplay, like yeah. that that Dark Souls kind of gameplay, that little bit like risk reward kind of gameplay. I love that. Right away, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh well, no, I'm just saying that it's not like a, it's not straightforward easy. Like you can't just like run so, through it. You have to think about what you're doing. Yes, exactly. Like the thing that I really enjoy about Jedi Fallen Order slash Jedi Survivor is the combat is very thought. Like it's very methodical. Yeah, yeah. You have to think about it. You can't just spam, spam, spam press X to win game, which is a thing that I've done for years in I'm Final Fantasy games yeah. and probably Star Wars games too. Yeah. If I want to talk about Final most Star Wars games are like that, you know, and like the idea of being a Jedi is something that appeals to me because I don't know if you know anything about me. I like Jedi and things. swinging around plastic lightsabers on the daily mm-hmm. and awesome. doing kickflips. <sighs> They're polycarbonate, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like so. This is a game that speaks to me. This is a game that I was excited for. I was excited to see the future after playing Jedi Fallen Order, which I totally 100%ed and I am the best Jedi ever. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just, I, 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 out of all the Star Wars games that have been released since the big 2015 shakeup, relaunch, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, Jedi Fallen Order, I think, is my favorite. And now I think that has been reclaimed by this game. Yeah, I would definitely put it either one of the Fallen Order games or the Jedi, whatever you want to call them, um, or the uh, Squadrons game. The Squadrons game was fantastic. That was ridiculously good. I really enjoyed Squadrons. Mm-hmm. Very, very difficult for me personally. Right. Uh, I feel like there's a big uh, learning curve. Question mark? Is that what it's called? Sure. It was it was hard for me. <laughs> okay. Oh, now I get it. But 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 like I enjoyed it. I had fun. I love the story. Can I can can I get a fucking Harrison Doula? Yeah, there was a Harrison Hell Doula. Hell yes. In there. There's a motherfucking Harrison Doula in that Shout game. Out. Vanessa Marshall. Give it up, everybody. See you, um, Vanessa. Really love that. And I love the story of mm-hmm. Squadrons. I really enjoyed the gameplay, but also very difficult for me. <laughs> In a different way. Right. In a different way than Jedi Fallen Order was. Because oh, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order, I feel, is a thoughtful thing that I can kind of get behind and be like, I am anticipating your moves, and I'm a Jedi, and I am going to perfectly parry now, and now uh, switch my stance or whatever to destroy you. Yeah. Whereas 
uh, when I'm playing squadron, sometimes Go I'm left! Like, ah, there's two people behind me! I don't know what to do! I'm dead. Restart at last save point. Yes, please. Ooh, but when you get past that threshold, it and you're good. just like, you're... Whoosh, whoosh, but you also played tricks. in VR. I played in VR with, like, so, a freaking seat and, like, actual, like, freaking... So you got a setup, and that's Oh, well, I was thing. full on. I was trying to rebuild the arcade days. I was trying to make Aladdin's Castle happen. Okay. Like, at my house. So let's... Talk about rebuilding the arcade days in Aladdin's <laughs> Castle, because that's a pretty rad. I didn't play in VR, and I know you kept coming at me Ooh. like, "Yo, dude, squad up, dude." It's a whole different experience, and I don't like. I don't think we got the opportunity to do so, but I, I do enjoy the game. I do like playing multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have an edge unless I'm able to like talk to people on speak, mm-hmm. because I feel like for sure. That, like, adds a whole different level. Like, when you're playing... Because I just play multiplayer, and I just, like, do whatever. And I'm like, well, we died. It sucks. Oh, well. Right, yeah. You know, but when you're able to communicate, like, hey, dude, they're coming up on me. Can you cover me? Like, it adds a whole new level. Band of brother like, shit, man. Bro, I can cover you. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm in an interceptor right now. I'll cover the shit out of you, bro. Like, yeah, like, hey, homie, watch your six. Like, watch your six, bro. I'm right behind you. Come out to the east, son. But yeah, the, so I mean, that that was the other game that I was excited for, but uh, this game was awesome. Uh, it was a lot more of the same that you got with Fallen Order, mm-hmm. but it was bigger. I, I don't want to say necessarily better, because there's some things about it that I don't think the story was as good. Interesting. I don't. Like, okay. there's a lot of things I'm not happy with on the story, but wow. as far as, like, okay. expanding on, like, the gameplay, uh-huh. like, stuff, and the uh, more expansive levels i like that kind of stuff okay um yeah i i, I think i kind of wish that the team was together more throughout the uh, story okay like having them all kind of separated and doing their own yeah, thing yeah. like so much of what i like about the first game is the the synergy of that team like they all had yeah, their own personalities yeah, yeah. everyone f- fit like in a specific spot so i'm gonna hit you with a little thing that you might want to spend an audio but audible credit on oh you're talking about if what you, you like the characters mm-hmm. of the game, particularly Marin, mm-hmm. which Marin's one of my. Favorites. I'm just going to be transparent. That's my favorite character. Marin is one of those characters in the book called Jedi Battle Scars. Mm-hmm. Um, it it th- they basically say in the book the so far the the chronology has not been so clearly defined, mm-hmm. but in the book they're like it's been a couple of years that the crew's been running together. So in my yeah. mind, it's about halfway between Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. I did a podcast okay. on this. You might guys might want to check it out. It's, I think it's episode 164. But um, the book is called Jedi Battle Scars. It really focuses on Marin. Tom was telling me about this, and I, I was thinking about checking it out. It's a good out. book. I got some Audible tokens. I'm not sure if I've told you about yeah. this, but yeah. I was thinking I might spend a few of them. It's a good book that focuses on Marin and Cal. Fills the gap perfectly in between this. That You see the seeds into mm-hmm. where things are going. So when you get to this game and you're like, oh. Why is everyone... Sears doing their yeah, own yeah. thing, and this person is over here, and that person is over there. I see the seeds of like them all kind of deciding or figuring yeah. out that their their goals or paths might be different. Right. Whereas in at the end of Jedi Fallen Order, you do see that they're all like, "Where are we going next?" Yeah. And that they're all together. Um, yeah. So having read that, like the game was delayed, and the book was not. So, mm-hmm. as a fan, I was kind of like, fucking right on. He's like, dude, more space to enjoy this thing. And then I also got an advanced copy to read. Thank you, Del Rey. Del Rey uh, so, I was also like, I got to read the book before 
which chronologically like makes sense in my head. So when I like yeah. translate things, I'm like, I was prepared for the game. So when the crew was separated in the game, mm-hmm. I was very much like, I understand. Yeah, no, I understood it. I was just kind of, I was the whole time I was playing, I was waiting for them to all get back together at some point. And it just, it never happened in full force. So that was okay. Kinda, okay. It was kind of disappointing because I liked the dynamic. Of yeah. People yeah. The crew and the energy that they yeah. bring. I do. I do enjoy and there's also a big, um, I don't know. There's a big, there's a big space that they all fill, yeah. Like with each other, like yeah. They all play off of each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the the dynamic that they all that they all touch, and, and the characters I really really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like I said, uh, in the book, I for one am a person that really likes Marin as a person. The, uh, Marin, I like Marin a lot, and <laughs> like uh, the book. She's my favorite character in that book. Right. So in the game, we're like in the Jedi Fallen Order, you'll be like, oh, like she's very cool, but she only like shows up in the last half of the game. Yeah. And then in this game, you'll also get like a little bit of that relationship, but you like she's still not a main character. I feel like in the book, she's a main character. Fair enough. So like if you really like want more from that character and want to understand, like books dive into characters in a different way. Right. Oh, that's so. kind of what makes Marin cool in these games is that they they never give you too much of her so she always has a certain degree of mystique and you're always kind of interested by the fact of the stuff you don't know about her and she's she has an interesting background as is being like one of like the few sith witches or only sith witch left night sisters night sister or whatever you want to call them that's probably what they're called. Be honestly. respectful, sir. I, I have I lack the knowledge to be respectful. <laughs> Dathomirian night sister. Of course, now it makes sense. Um, that being said, like I didn't much as care for the story, but I do like a lot of the plot points, the things that happen throughout. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, what's her face fighting Vader? That's freaking awesome. That's one of the better parts of the game. Like it, I love when they do that in a game, like where you play as a different character okay. and you know the stakes aren't is high because like have fun with this for a little bit yeah yeah and they do that for a bit i enjoy that i think that fight made me hate books for a while (laughs) what do you mean we're gonna move to spoilers now go ahead um during the fight he throws books at you so it made you hate the books yeah that's always kill me (laughs) i mean i would hate the force not the books i think the books (laughs) were just a path (laughs) Just a means to an end. <laughs> this motherfucker's like, let the force be free. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, is that sp- considered spoilery? I guess we're gonna move into spoilers now. But let me. I'm gonna. Go, let's, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run through a little like synopsis summary okay. of the game real quick for those people that may have not played the game, and then we'll go full spoilers. But like, just real quickly, let's talk about the gameplay of the game. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I really like the thoughtfulness and the methodicalness that you have to put into the combat of. Cal Kestis of running through. I love the uh, the way they expanded the cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've been having a lot of fun with that. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys catch me out on Twitch on Cobra Cal, <laughs> but you know I'm out there with a headband. Right, right. Uh-huh. I, I feel the same way. Yeah, the, the uh, aesthetic stuff is very... And I usually try to play these games on PC, so I have the option to tweak it even like further beyond like what's actually in the game, because modders are fucking crazy they just, i don't they know make, what that means but i'm, I'm listening to they you. may like I, I was playing like as darth maul for a little while okay. like they have like so many just like crazy mods and they're like legit mods like this uh-huh. person put some work into it um, <laughs> randy was like and last we shall have our revenge yeah i think it might have had that audio in there too um 
But uh, the stances, the stances. That was my Darth Maul. Hire me, Lucasfilm. <laughs> the uh, stances, I think, were a cool gameplay addition. The stances. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to say, as I feel like I can claim this as a founding member of the lightsaber and blaster costuming community. Right, of course. I ad- really dug the lightsaber slash blaster uh, stance. Yeah. I think that was my favorite and gameplay. stance. But I'm going to say when I'm playing the game and when I like defaulted to like what I felt was cheap mode, yeah. I would go to double bladed. Oh, when I went to cheat mode, I would go to lightsaber and blaster. Because really? The, yeah, because it has that one shot that stuns anyone the, the, in the middle the, of their animation. Like, yeah, the, the, so I'm fighting like Ogdo. I'm just like, <laughs> I couldn't master it. Oh, but I was on, on double saber. I mm-hmm. could reflect every one of their shots. Oh yeah, the reflecting. Yeah, yeah. The reflecting, like so. Every time I had a problem with a boss, I kept defaulting to double saber, and I felt so cheap. I felt so dirty. Oh, I felt dirty as hell with the lightsaber and the gun. But I was like, this is but what this world's lightsaber me to. was, and the gun was the stuff. And then I kept getting, I got into these little like now that I'm messing with my cosmetics, uh-huh. I'm going into my like my faux cannon. So I get like slick back hair and like this top is green and brown. And like uh, I would switch my stance to lightsaber blaster and single saber because in, in theory that that's what he uses. Right. OK. Uh, uh, Axel is showing us pictures now. I don't know if I've described this to you, mm-hmm. but Axel said his cosmetics to Ted Lasso. His Cal Kestis has a cool little haircut, With a mustache, stash. a blue shirt mm-hmm. and tan pants. Yeah, no, that that was intended. They wanted I've to make been it enjoying Ted that. Lasso. And then one. when you go through the cutscenes, it's Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's still the same one. <laughs> I ended up going a lot with like Luke, Luke kind of like a, like I'll say Jedi Luke or uh, Metal Luke. Yeah, yeah. So at first I was defaulting to like, hey, it's Jedi. I heard it's cold here. I'm gonna put on some long sleeves. Oh, you were. And then I was like, oh, it's Kobo. It. it looks warm. This is where I'm going to rock my tank top. Right, you can't be, yeah. Uh, and then I'm just, like, messing around with all kinds, and I go with the mullet, and I go with short hair, and I go with this. And now I'm just, like, looking for looks. Like, so now I'm shooting for my, like, this is my Kanan Season 3 style. I'm full beard, my shirt is green slash brown, and I got gray pants. So, uh, check out RogueRebels.com, uh, TheRogueRebels.com, because I might start throwing up my little, my looks on, uh, you know. Sizzle. You know what I'm talking about. Sizzle. Hashtag sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the gameplay was uh it was definitely probably definitely the biggest like improvement. I, I really enjoyed it and I love the like I love the thoughtfulness of it because it, when I play it, it makes me feel like a Jedi. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like I think people for me at least, the last thing that I go back to is I always go back to Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. And then when I play Force Unleashed, I play. I feel like press X to win game. Yeah. And you just, and it doesn't feel like anything. And I feel like even as advanced or I've beat the game already mm-hmm. and I still go back to places where I'm like, oh, I'm going to parry here and then right. I'm going to counter with my like super cool shot. And then, yeah, you know, like, so uh, no matter where you are and no matter how advanced you are, you still have to put some thought into your thing, which I feel is a very Jedi energy well yeah that's the cool thing about those games is you is if you have the knowledge you can go in there without the stats like you can go in and beat the game without ever leveling if you have the knowledge if you're dope yeah you have to be you have to really like know what you're doing you have to be possible 
Whereas, like, with, like, most games, you have to have the stats. Like, we're, like, right, right, talk, right. like an RPG like, kind of and like, I'm, I'm a, I come from a very, like, RPG kind of, like, background of, like, press X to win game once I'm level 99 in Final yeah, Fantasy you're VI. actively, like, working to make the game and easier Sabin for yourself. And Sabin can bum rush everybody to death. Who was who um, that character? Sabin is really cool. He's actually a martial artist. Sabin. He, I thought you were you, doing a Star Wars thing at first. You mispronounced no, it. No, it. it was a Final Fantasy thing. You, but you have to input the uh, his special moves. Uh-huh. You have to input his. Spe- he has suplex. He has bum rush. Bum rush is the ultimate move. Wait a minute, Sabin. Which one was that from? Sabin Figaro, Final Fantasy Six. Oh, that's. Why. Did you play Final Fantasy Six? Six. Six. Oh. Is that six or is that real six or okay. is that like so American? In America, three? it was Final Fantasy three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it, uh, but really, it's Final Fantasy six. I know. It's a weird thing. But uh, Sabin, there's two twin brothers, Edgar and Sabin Figaro, and they flip a coin to see who's going to fucking, when their father dies, they flip a coin to see who's going to fucking inherit the kingdom. Seems like a disrespectful to memory. He he wants to go and do his own thing. He's such a free spirit. Right, right, that he right. wants but to like you know it's gonna happen live to him. his life it's gonna happen and so to edgar says you know what let's flip a coin heads or, or uh, heads you go and follow your dream tails we both have to like follow father's footsteps and he flips a coin but the thing about the coin in figaro is it's both of the twins edgar's on one side sabin's on the other side so mm-hmm. either way it's heads and sabin gets to follow his dream and edgar takes the fucking kingdom Dude, I'm not trying to cry on your podcast, but that's beautiful. <laughs> Dude, I love Final Fantasy VI. Dude, I don't know if I've told be- you. It's my favorite fucking that's Final beautiful. Fantasy. That's really beautiful. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the Star Wars game. Tell me about Star the Star Wars, Wars games. Game. Okay. How many coins do we flip in Star Wars? We don't flip very many. They're credits. <laughs> Crossguard seems like the worst, but it is the best because it allows you to turn your brain off. Okay. If that makes sense. To be fair, I didn't level any cross guard shit until like just now. I was like, you know what? I should mess with cross guard. Yeah. I leveled all of them, but I never messed with cross guard. It is so It's broken. so slow. It's kinda, like, I don't want It's so slow. I'm not trying to play with this. It's so slow. No, I think I did. I always did the blade and I think single saber. Calacastus is on a mission for... For Saw Gerrera. Yes, that's true. Nobody survives except Cal and Bode. They escape. They make their way to Kobo. 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 Where they find, where they repair the ship. They find uh, uh, Grease to repair the ship. Yep. They do that thing. But they also uncover an ancient High Republic droid. Which leads them to uncovering a High Republic person who they defrost. His name is Dagan Gera. And he's a High Republic Jedi with one arm who it turns out like was trying to find this way to the secret land called Tanalore, which was hidden in the Kobo Abyss, which is this place which you can't like find unless you have this perfect like way to uh, uh, uncover it. Um, mm-hmm. and then like you uncover him, he is not happy about this. He's not happy with the state of the galaxy. There's oh. a whole lot of things going on, oh. and throughout the 
you and Bode are starting to go after Bor. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Go starting to go after Dagengara and figure out what's going on with Tanalor because Cal thinks that this might be a great way to hide people to fight back against the Empire. Right. Yeah. Like because a it's safe, a place, like refuge, for- a refuge that you can only access in a certain way. Yeah. Um, can we just say that character is the worst? Talking about Dagengar? Yeah. He is the absolute most milk toast as boring character in the world. <laughs> I want to hear from my High Republic people how many people are like, because hey, here at the here's the point in the game where I was like, we're talking High Republic. Let's get into Dude, it. If this is what represents the High Republic. It does not speak well wow. for the High Republic. That guy was so boring, so anime, dude. You were like, not taken in by one, my one-armed homie. Dude, that guy, his, like, his, like, modus operandi, the reason he exists is so boring, okay. dude. Okay. After one quarter of the game, I just stopped caring about that place. Okay. You're on Randy's side. Okay. Channel War. Yeah, I'm going to keep I just that stopped caring mean, about it. Noted. Uh, uh, let me explain to you why it's interesting. Like, I, like, okay. it's like you've okay. seen that story told a million times. So. Why is it interesting now? <laughs> I'm just going to keep rolling through the thing. Dagengara decides <laughs> that Tanalor is still the yeah. refuge, but he's upset with how the fucking galaxy has gone in the last 150 years because he's like, how could you let the Jedi fall to these this empire that's so inferior? And he's right. But, like, and what ends up happening is Bode... Turns out Bode is a double agent for the Empire, which breaks my fucking heart. That part's great. The story got interesting. Yeah, and got then interesting. we have to go to Tantalor because Bode thinks that it's a safe place to hide it and save his family. But not only Tantalor. not only did he backstab him, but he's also a Jedi. Yeah, but he is. That's a big that that was big. the reveal that got me. Like I expected him to be a traitor. Really? But, yes. But I did, because they were just, there was so much foreshadowing, I think, here and there. Like, the fact that they were introducing this guy at the very beginning, that these two were buddies, like, out of nowhere. Like, they were trying to establish a relationship to be broken at the very beginning. But I did not expect him to be a Jedi. Okay. That's just meme. But it just doesn't make sense. Isn't Tantalor a freaking planet? Can't everybody fit? <laughs> well, my thing, well, yes. A question mark. And then also... Yeah, it's like, not so much. Yeah, that's stupid. Limitation of you space. can only get to it through a certain way, though. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the main thing. More that like, it's not that it's a planet and you can have it all to yourself. It's more that it's like they can't be found. They can't be found. Yeah, but and I think planet. okay, so he's getting to the meat of what the real story is. Is like, Bode ends up throwing everybody under the fucking bus because he wants to protect his daughter. Mm-hmm. Which, as a parent, I understand. Yeah, no, but sense. also like. His thing is that, like, the more people that come into it, no, sir, no, no, sir, no, sir, the, the more, more people, people that come, come into, the, into it, the more it likely, the bigger risk to his yeah, family. Yeah, the bigger risk that someone's going to expose it and make I it vulnerable. I understand that. Yeah. But we have to fucking but take at the care same, of But at the same, like, I understand the guy's plight, but at the same point, he was starting from a point where there was nothing. He had no answers. Absolutely. And now he's being ridiculously stingy with the one answer that presented itself due to no action of his own. Exactly. But as a parent, I understand his, like, uh, his, 
his uh his like so the thing ends up that you end up facing Bode on Tantalor, where he's trying to hide his family. Right. Because yeah. that's like in the in the end, what Bode is trying to protect is his family. And I understand that. Like I what's get what's left it. of his family. It, what's left of his family, his daughter. Yeah. Like I do get it. There are so many parts where I sympathize with Bode, and yeah. there are so many parts where I like am like, no, you could have you could have just done this. You could have like come with us. Well, yeah, that's that's the big like you don't like it, obvious. They set it up in such a way that yeah, it's yeah, impossible yeah. not to sympathize for his plight. Like he didn't ask for this; he's just trying to survive among all these circumstances. But then when the opportunity is presented where he can live with his daughter, like the circumstances he's fighting against aren't going to change uh-huh. whether he lives or dies. Yeah, like if you want your daughter to be there, these people are also going to be there. Right, right, right. So, but, but, like, like, do you want to be there or not? Yeah, but that's his, like, his, like, thing. Like, like in my mind, at least, the, uh, his idea, I, at least, is that, like, if the hidden path is here, right. then it's going to make it more dangerous. The emperor is going to be hunting them, and they're going to come after right. us, and my daughter will be in danger. The way I interpret it in the best case scenario is that deep down, like, uh, towards the end of the game, he's all, he's all, so you want to stay here. You think you can protect my daughter? And he's asking Cal seriously. He's like, you think you can? And I think deep down he knows that Cal will when it comes down to it. He's not going to betray that. But he knows if he's there at the same time Cal is there, he will monkey wrench that in some way because of his own insecurities about the situation. So it's best off that he's not there. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way I think you can explain the situation of him essentially throwing himself. I, I like the character. I like the like his ideology makes sense to me and i guess i understand it more as a parent you do whatever you think you can to protect your children to whatever degree you can but also he throws so many but, fucking people under the bus yeah it's 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 like to it's to the degree of like that. illogical it's like dude yeah yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. You, i understand like you do anything but like, at a certain point like come on bud like you're yeah all these people yeah. had your back they would have gladly helped you in your exactly. plight. exactly exactly <laughs> But he makes the wrong choices, and at by the end of the game, I'm like, I have to kill you. I do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. After he does that, that dash <laughs> you kick thing, not I'm be like, allowed you can't to come survive back from the dash kick. I'm sorry. Uh, that shit is a pain in the Marin, will you please strike from the shadows? Please, please. I was too close to the mic. Yeah, not uh, too far, not too close. Just so somewhere in the middle. You end up like you've got to take him down. Mm-hmm. You take him down at Tantalor, and that's pretty much the end but of the game. But there's so right? much more that happens. I don't, like, putting it down on paper right. for you listeners, like, it doesn't Sorry do justice that. to the game that is. Can I like, just throw a few things at you? Please. Turgle. <laughs> I'm a fan. I fucking hate him. Wow! I hate him. I think he is wrong. He's everything that's wrong with Star Wars. You Tell throw some more. character... Who's slightly cute and has a quirky personality, people lose their shit, whether it's good or bad. If the show was based on him, they would hate it. But since okay. he's some You're ancillary right. character, everyone's like, oh my god, Turgle. It's like, dude, get some personality. Gee, have some listen, standards. Listen. You I'll know take what I'm saying, him. Bro? Listen. I'll take him. Like, as I play through the game, I enjoy him. I love him for what he is. But you're absolutely I'm right. Turtle, if, if, I'm a frog. <laughs> Like, dude, we get it. If we there get was, it. You're a frog. If there was you're a, annoying. We get it. If there was a 22-episode series on his character, you're right. I probably would tune out after about eight episodes. Right. 
But that that being said, Scuba Stev, best character ever put in Star Wars. Scuba Stev! Scuba Stev. Axel, do you have anything to say? Zepho. Zepho. Okay. That's Zepho a that's a reference to game dude, one. Listening that, to Cyanide while sliding game. around oh, oh, and just killing he, stormtroopers. He likes to put his own like cause you can plug in Spotify to the game. Mm-hmm. So he's like suicide, cyanide. Oh yeah, that's not I'm canon. Ready, that's not yeah, canon. Metallica's not canon. I'm sorry. I know. I love Metallica. Just, I love feels new so good to you know like slide while you're listening to that, like I don't know if the listeners necessarily going to relate to that. Maybe a, a very, very small vertical slice of them might. <laughs> I've talked about vertical slice. I've talked about how um, when I played Fallen Order. I dealt with a lot more glitches, and I know there's a lot of people that are dealing with Jedi Survivor glitches. Yeah. I haven't had any of that, and I'm so glad. I think the game froze once or twice, maybe on me and on you. Uh, But other than that, we've been able to get through it pretty fucking free. I don't want to disrespect Scuba Stev, uh, by by moving into this transition. But, yeah, I I play on PC. So I'm trying to like optimize and get like the most out of the game at, from the jump, and from the jump, this game was pretty bad as far as optimization. So I had mm. a lot of I mean, just an inconsistent frame rate more than anything. Oh, okay. But if we can go back to Scoop Stev, Scoop Stev's amazing. Did you Real, listen to all of the story? I I don't know if I've listened to all of it, but I've gone through quite a bit. With that said, where do you think it goes next? I have no idea. You I don't have know any ideas. I think that I think they've laid enough, as you like to put it, seeds okay. to where the story potentially can go. Like yeah. they've, there's definitely ideas and connecting enough dark side it, seeds. Connecting it to the hidden path, mm-hmm. I think, is a huge thing, especially for me, a huge Quinlan Boss fan, who is big on that kind of thing. Yeah, it seems like they're kind of playing with the idea of him, like really being. I mean, they made it a gameplay element, so to have him like embrace. So, like that side of himself. What the, dark side, exactly? the dark side thing. Okay. When the first dark side thing comes up, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do like it. it. I didn't do it. Yeah, I neither and did neither I. did Hawes. Oh, so yeah. you too? No, I didn't do it because Hawes streamed it, and I was watching him, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to give it into no, the dark like, side." No, this isn't my and character. I was like, "Me too." And yeah. then we died, and then we were like, "Oh, the game makes <laughs> oh, you, you need to do it. You have yeah. to give it to the dark side, Axel." You gave him to the dark side right away. You were like, fuck it, let's kill this guy. Dude, it's Spartan Rage. Have you ever played God of War? No, it's, I it, not. Well, it is Spartan Rage, you're right. Do you want to be a Spartan or not? No. Uh, apparently what? not. <laughs> no. This is Sparta. <laughs> this is Sparta. This is Sparta! Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that they... Uh, uh, I it, come from like the uh, Knights of the Old Republic like, era of playing video games where I had the okay. choice whether I wanted to go down that path or not. So when given the option, I don't want to go down that path because eventually it's going like in every game I've ever played. When you pick the bad side, it's the quicker route with the worst outcome. But it's the very George Lucas like uh, uh, philosophy. Yeah, on it's, these a, it's things. a quick and easy. Yeah, it's like quick a quick and easy. easy. Whereas and like doing the good thing is always difficult, like but that. in the end more rewarding <laughs> because that's when you notice it. Because, uh, like, he did it right away. I was watching him play because he came to that part after I did. Summer school, bro. But literally, I'm telling you, bro, bro summer you school, can, that's the summer school mentality, bro. Check out. <laughs> you got to get, you got to knock out those classes. Do well next semester, bro. Check out Rogue Rebels on <laughs> Twitch if you want to see me not giving into the dark side and dying. 
Because that's what happened. I was like, no, I'm not going to give it to the dark side. And then I watched Haas' stream over at Blue Harvest Pod. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to check that out. He also He's didn't give it right to now. the dark side. And <laughs> fucking died. And I was like, we're not allowed to be okay. Let's see what Haas is doing right now. He's probably playing Street Fighter Six. He probably is, or he's playing Diablo. But I do want to get him on the line, just to let's see. The, I mean, it's not a, a podcast with us unless we call someone in the middle of it. That's fair. We used to call it Grosso in the middle of the night. Let's see. And by the middle of the oh, night, yeah. I mean four a.m. Eastern oh, Standard yeah, Time. Oh yeah, no, it was like way late. Like yeah. no, he had no business it answering. Was, it it. it like, was dumb. Or at least if he did answer, he had no business answering. Happy. No, absolutely. We were being offensively rude. <laughs> and yes. that was on us. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. But he picked up the phone, so fuck it, right? Let's see what This is a says. family podcast. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Nah, doing all right. Sal and I are podcasting right now, talking about Jedi Survivor. We figured we'd give you a call. Oh, nice. What y'all, what y'all talking about? game in general yeah game in general right now we uh i think we were talking about our thoughts on turgle what do you think about turgle oh turgle's my dude i kind of thought so let me i my name's turgle and i'm a frog let me ask you guys something did y'all um did you two fellas finish the bounties yes no okay well then never mind because i just finished it i don't yeah i don't want to ruin it for sale (laughs) Yeah, the, uh, I know what happens. I think. Oh, you know what happens? What happens? I've I've heard there's a Boba Fett cameo. Oh yeah, there is, baby. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> oh, what? It is pretty good, huh? Dude, uh, hold on. I'm gonna send you the, the. So it's already been clipped from my stream. Me finding out because I had no idea. You didn't know about this? Wow. How have you like avoided this for so long? He he did good. My boy. Buddy, I don't know how. I don't know how I didn't know, but uh, it got clipped when I discovered it. He's got good friends. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's good. Um before when uh, what I know you're sending that clip, but uh, if you could give us just like your overall thoughts on the game, just so we can get you your thoughts on this podcast. Yes, please. Oh, I thought it was awesome. Like, uh, like you know, all bits aside, like I thought it was really impressive that like the team took the framework of the first game, all the systems and and everything involved, and yes, literally improved on every single aspect. Not at all. None. Keep going. You're doing great. You're the only one who's not drunk. Fireball oh, free review. So. Um. I really liked to see, you know, that kind of care put into the sequel. Um, you know, technical issues aside, those were kind of a bummer. Granted, I was playing on console, so most of them didn't affect me except for the bug where you couldn't finish the bounties. Which right. They literally just fixed today. So, um, I really liked it. Like, uh, I don't know if it was intentionally the first one was intentionally written to feel kind of desolate and lonely but like yeah yeah so much more alive like yeah definitely i think it's more of like a matter of the amount of time they had and budget yeah yeah oh yeah because you can tell like not 
the first game felt low budget by any means. But no, but like scope wise, you could tell that there there was like certain things like not that they were mandated not to be able to do, but there's only so much they could do within the given amount of time. Um, I think that was a, a really good move. I've been, the, I've been kicking myself in the ass for not bringing this up in all our uh, Street Fighter matches, but uh, dude, can we talk about Star Wars Outlaw? Give it to me. Oh, I, and I'll tell both of you fellas right now, that's just going to get delayed. I'd be very surprised if it comes out next year. If if it doesn't get delayed, it is not coming out the way they showed it. No. Well, see, that's the thing, man. The same studio, Massive Entertainment, they're about to ship their Avatar game in December. So, like, clearly they st- there's, they're going to be you know, allocating resources to finishing that up. And then you got to imagine that <laughs> once they get that into the state, they want it to be in before they ship it. That's when the whole, you know, everybody will move over to Star Wars. Right. I don't know. <laughs> like I Sal want wants to, to say out. something here. I'm just saying, delayed or not, the fucking gameplay looks dope. No, it looks oh, awesome, yeah, but it, it definitely has that Ubisoft, like, stink of, like, we're giving you the best case scenario. <laughs> you guys are so much further into this than me. No, I know Ubisoft, and they will okay, show yeah. you something that is light years beyond what they're able to okay. deliver. I'll take that. All you gotta do is go back to the year of our Lord 2012 when they first showed off the first Witch Dogs. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, oh, look, everybody. It's the first next-gen game. And they we're still first- can't make that game. <laughs> to this day, they still can't make that game. Different studio within Ubisoft. Um, I hope it's awesome. Do I want like <laughs> back in the day? You and I had talked about like uh, like uh, SSDs, like fast like writing like hard drives that would allow you to like do like amazing shit. And I always wanted like a Superman game where you could fly into space like quickly. And it would right. load from the hard drive really quick. They've done this in this game by allowing you to yeah. go to space like instantly from your ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, Dude, like, I, it hits like, me. Like, I'm like, oh. You're there. Like, that's something I haven't right, done in a right, game. Right, I right. want to do that. It's that shot in Solo where um, he backs up shooting up the ramp and he's still on the Falcon. Uh, kind of. There's that part in Solo where I'm like, Oh, they built the Falcon floor and the Falcon Falcon on the Falcon, same Falcon. set. Right. <laughs> That's dope to me. <laughs> um, I'll say this, like, you know, as someone who has not been disappointed with the EA Star Wars games, like, I think right. they're all pretty cool. There, there hasn't been a bad game. No, there hasn't been a bad one yet, but... Them not being the exclusive rights owners is only going to be a net positive for Star Wars video game fans. I'm waiting for Star Wars Hunters. Well, I mean, as long as people like, I just, I just don't want to. I just hope that Ubisoft isn't doing their thing with that game because that game looks fantastic. The trailer, like, way better than it has any business to look. It, It makes me a little nervous, mainly because of the release date and like. I don't know, man. And I'll say this, like, the other thing we all have to be prepared for is now that the floodgates are open and they're licensing Star Wars video games to 
whoever can pay that fee, there's going to be some bad games. Star Wars you know? Puzzle Fighter coming. Hey, I love you, yeah. Oz. <laughs> yeah, Cookie Clicker is coming, dude. <laughs> Be ready for fucking Star Wars Cookie Clicker. How much money do I got to fork over to Lucasfilm Games to start my fucking Star Wars waifu simulator, huh? Oh, shit. He ain't wrong. <laughs> All right, brother. Okay, he's playing too much Street Fighter 6. All right, man. We wanted to get your heads out. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about it. I love it, you. I miss you. Yeah, I want buddy, some I more of you. Uh, enjoy the podcast. I love you guys. We'll talk soon. Love you too, man. Take it easy. Bye. Good man. Good times. Good man. That's one of my favorite homies. Yeah, he's definitely one of the favorite uh, homies. Okay. I don't. Go ahead. Speak your what? truth. Son. You don't like him that much? No, I don't like. I don't like the feel of this new game. You don't like it. Why, why don't you like Dead it? Dead Survivor? What are you talking about here? Outlaw? Outlaws. Why? Oh, outlaws. Okay. Why specifically? Because they're like people. Like I agree with most people when what? we say we already have a fantastic open world game, and it's Lego Star Wars. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a that's question. That's not now. an open world game. I'm yes, it is. Yes, no, no, hold that's on, a hub world game. Hold on. No, you can don't go to fucking any... argue with me on this shit, dude. You can that's go a hub world game. Give me one second. It's literally bigger than Jedi Survivor. Like, <laughs> that's a hub second. world game. Give me one second. They keep talking about how this is the first Star Wars open world game. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? I think they're trying to... What I think they're trying to tell you is... A seamless transition between spots with open decisions between what you do in a world where as you take Lego Star Wars. You can fly your ship as you get to your next planet. No, you can also go into a menu that lets you decide what move you want to play. That's not open world. That no longer is open world. That becomes a hub. Trust me. What does no longer open world mean? I just told you. There's a hub. There's a menu within where you select which world you want to go to. I don't you, know what it's You mean a video game? No, 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 Please don't reduce what I'm saying down to simply video game, sir, sir, sir. V-I-D-G-A. Vidja. V-I-D-J-A. Vidja game. That is not open world. Yeah, you have a... A set of vignettes that you are selecting between and you are able to play within those vignettes. That's what you're talking about. An open world game has a seamless world where you never decide where you're going. You just go there. That makes more sense. Okay. God of War isn't an open world game? No, not even close. Uh, Randy. My name is Randy. You can find me on YouTube.com slash The Sith List where I do uh, reactions to a lot of shows that we're watching. You can also find me on Twitch.tv slash CursingUser where I play video games. Axel, as a video game player, did you have fun with Jedi Survivor? I did have fun. As a video game person, I <laughs> loved it very much. I think it was very nice. It was very cool. I love you guys. Have a great night.